Steve said, check out the hip style and construction on your current suited figs. It's a dated tea crotch style. <laughs> oh my God. We're going into tea crotch styles. <sighs> like, are we really this nerdy? We need updated articulated crotches. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm leaving that alone. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. Elza. Terry Balea said that he is only five inches, but Hogan is 10 inches. <laughs> we need clarification. <laughs> Will he have updated crotch stuff? <laughs> Will this fit into a T-crotch? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? Jeff the Cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Each sold separately from LJ Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 358 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Well, just got back from Disneyland. Okay. And there was something very interesting that I wanted to bring up this week on the show that I saw in Disneyland. Uh... Why did Mickey and Minnie split? Because she was effing goofy. That one. <laughs> no, I heard it had something to do with Pinocchio and you tell a lie, tell the truth, tell a lie. Anyway. <laughs> no, it involves, speaking of packages, it actually involves <laughs> oh, packaging. No. Okay. So if you've ever been to Disneyland, Disney World, any of the Disneys, you know that if you go into any toy shop in Disney They've got the princesses that they sell, the individually boxed princesses, and it's Belle, Cinderella, you name a princess, they make an individually boxed toy of her or doll, you know, like a 12-inch Barbie scale. Those have always been windowed packaging. Guess what, Jeff? Mm-mm. The Disney princess dolls have, which by the way, they make an Alice in Wonderland now, which they had never, as far as I knew, made one before, and she's awesome. Nice. The packaging now is completely windowless. It is 100% cardboard packaging. Now, here's what they do in the park. They have a big, like, case, like a plexiglass case that they put all of the dolls into so that the parents can go up and see which one they're buying, what it looks like. And then down underneath, they've got the display of cardboard boxes. But this leans into what we've talked about with a lot of companies' shoddy paint applications, Right, is that you don't know what you're getting inside the box. But right. here's the thing. These things are mostly... I don't think there's a lot of collectors buying these. I don't think. I think these are really geared towards and sell mainly to kids. So I don't see this being a massive issue for the Disney dolls because I was seeing these things just fly off the shelves. So I don't think it's a massive issue for like the collector community with these. But I just thought it was interesting that here we go... We've been seeing this trend at retail with the cardboard packaging, windowless, 
now it's hitting Disney parks as well. And it just, it struck me as interesting. So I wanted to just bring it to light on the show that, yep, it's in the Disney parks now too. And it didn't detract anybody from picking these up, huh? No, you still saw a lot of empty slots where the dolls had been bought. So they're still moving. It doesn't make any difference to the kids. Because again, the, the dolls that are inside the parks, I really think that there's more kids buying them up or parents for their kids than there are adult collectors going in buying these things that would be upset about the packaging. As long as the kid can walk in, see in that case, okay, I want Alice in Wonderland. Here's her cardboard box. Buy it. They don't care what the paint application looks like. They just want the doll. But I just thought it was interesting that we've seen it at retail. It's also in Disneyland too. And you also picked up a couple things in Disneyland. I did. I got a... Now, I'm not a Marvel Legends guy. I'm not. Inside my Detolf on the movie shelf, I've got two Marvel figures. One of them is a Wolverine. The other is a Deadpool. That's it. But that family has now grown... (laughs) I marked out when I got off the Guardians of the Galaxy ride and I was looking through and it was funny because I was in I don't know if anybody's ever been on Guardians of the Galaxy but without any major spoilers the first room that you walk into where it's explaining the ride Rocket comes in there and I'm like dude Rocket is such a badass maybe I should buy his figure but then you know how the collector mind works and you don't stop it just rocket because there's more members of the team so then okay maybe i can find a loose set of complete guardians of the galaxy marvel legends figures because they'd be cool on the movie shelf plus it's peyton and alana's favorite ride at disneyland because you know that's double meaning you got the figures on the detail shelf on the movie shelf and it's the kids favorite ride so cool it's it's a big reminder of all of that so then I'm, I'm walking through the line and I'm thinking, okay, I wonder if the gift shop has anything. You know, maybe they'll have like a few of them and I can pick them up and then I'll get the other ones loose. I get into the gift shop after the ride because of course, in true Disney fashion, you get off the ride, you exit right into the gift shop of that ride. So I'm walking through looking for Marvel Legends figures. I don't see any. We're about to walk out. They've got a glass case right before you exit that had like two things in it. One of them was a box set, Marvel Legends, Guardians of the Galaxy, the whole team. Straight out of the movie. And you bought it. For $125. Oh! Look, think about it. It's five figures. That's $25 each. That's pretty much retail. But because I used my Disney Visa card, I got myself a nice 15% discount. Okay, well, at least you got Batman, Robin, Aquaman... Wonder Woman. I'm glad you got... Captain Kirk, Spock, and Luke Skywalker. Yes. Okay. That kind of makes up for the 120... Okay. Okay. I'll go with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. It all made sense to me at at the time. So that was my kind of like... I love that ride. I can only go on it a few times because I get like kind of motion sickness a little bit. I think I went on it three times. And awesome ride. Marked out. Had to buy the Marvel Legends. So I've got Guardians of the Galaxy. Marvel Legends figures going to go on the movie shelf. And in addition to that, when I was over in the other park, I picked up... Now, Disneyland calls them jerseys, Jeff. In essence, they're long sleeve shirts, but they're jerseys. I I guess they'd be jerseys to the people that strap on their Crocs in sport mode. They what? They... they, Okay, let me rephrase that for the dirty (laughs) minds out there. They put on their Crocs in sport mode and then throw on these long sleeve shirts and call them jerseys. So a a croc, when you put it into sport mode, there's that little flap on the the croc. 
and it can go flip to the front or you can flip it to the back. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's like Johnny Knoxville when he put the rockets on his skates. So it's like that, right? Yes, you'll move faster okay, with, with okay. your Crocs in sport mode. Okay, I understand now. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I had no idea that there was a sport mode. Alana filled me in and I thought it was hilarious. And I'm like, well, that explains why they call them jerseys. So I got this quote unquote jersey. It's Star Wars, but it's the original action figures across the back. So very, very cool. So that was the clothing item I bought. And then I got Guardians of the Galaxy figures to the tune of about a hundred and I don't know what, 120 bucks after discounts and all that. But it was worth it though, right? Well, I mean, yeah, because I feel even if I had gone to retail and bought all five of them, I would have paid about the same. So I was happy. Casual Friday will be your jersey. It will be, yes. That will be uh, cold weather casual Friday. It's actually pretty comfortable too. And I love it because, I mean, I had all those figures growing up. So I was nerding out to Shan a little bit because if you're familiar with the original Star Wars figures that came out, you'll know that there were two Han Solo heads. The one that's on the back is the second, I call him the uglier Han Solo. (laughs) <laughs> so I filled in Shannon. I was like, hey, if you ever really want to give somebody a nerdy fact, be like, did you know there were two different Han Solos in that first series? Well, nice, dude. Uh, we did check out the jersey. It looks hella cool. Casual Friday, dude. Yes, casual Friday. Plus the kids had a blast. Very, very cool Disneyland trip. We had a lot of fun. I came back. I'm so sore. Like I feel every year of 48 after coming back from a three-day Disneyland trip. <laughs> You're all, ooh. I didn't even know they had that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did I have heel pain? When did that start? <laughs> All right. So in this episode, we're going to have a ton of news going on. And we are going to round out the show with the Elite Series 66. Listeners, we'll get to you next week because this news segment is going to go long. Because of basically the news that Steve Ozer dropped that there was going to be some stuff revealed by the end of this year. And it happened this past Tuesday. So, or Wednesday, one of those days, my days are already blending together. Three, sir. Three, sir. Four. Thou shalt not count. (laughs) Neither count out two, unless proceeding to three. Five is right out. Once the number three, the number of the counting has been reached. (laughs) Are you reading from the book of the Holy hand grenade? No, I've actually memorized that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Also, before we get in any further, happy birthday to Papa Toon. It is his 81st birthday today on December 2nd as we record. Happy birthday. I almost said grandpa. He is a grandpa. He is a grandpa, yes. But he is our dad. So happy birthday, dad. We love you, man. I know you're duck hunting and I know you won't hear this, but hey, I wanted everybody else to hear it. Yep. Happy birthday to one half of the benefactors. 81, dude. That's... That's crazy. And he is still going strong. As you said, he's out duck hunting. He drives himself there. He walks the blinds. He shoots the ducks. The dog grabs them. He takes them back, cleans them, does all that stuff. Like still at 81 years old, just loves doing his, his duck hunting and is still able to do it without an issue. So still going strong. Love you, dad. Happy birthday. And he still tells dad jokes. Oh, he loves the dad joke. That's where I got it from. Well, he told one today. He goes, man, it just felt like yesterday I was 80. That's funny because when I called him wishing him a happy birthday, he goes, oh, what do you think about your old man being 81? I go, dad, you don't look a day past 80. So see, you throw (laughs) the dad jokes back at him. Oh, know how to charm the pants off people, Scott. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I got (laughs) Shannon, right? Uh, Hey, there you go. (laughs) If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.com. 
net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WFP. You can go back and listen to our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. And if you want to send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to Fully Opposable, WFP at gmail.com. So, Scott, I have to tell you this quick, quick story. Walking around Vacaville Outlets this past Saturday, they have a Funko shop, kind of oh. similar, to, kind of similar to the one that we saw at Stone Ridge Mall in Pleasanton. Okay, so it's a reseller of Funkos. It's not actually Funko. Correct. Okay, got it. I turned to my friend. And I'm like, "Hey, I want to check this place out." And they go, "Okay." So I go in, dude. Not only did they have Funkos in there, and cards. They also had cards in there. Oh, sports cards. Sports cards. Okay. When I walked in, they were playing the Humpty Dance, and I was like, Scott got to their touch tunes. <laughs> I was like, Scott, you son of a, you're from Disneyland, and you got to their touch tunes, dude. I love it. <laughs> it was the yes. first thing I thought of, dude. It was the first thing I thought of. That's awesome. Speaking of Humpty, why haven't they made a Humpty Hump Funko yet? I don't know, but his nose can tickle a rear, I'll tell you that much. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. It's in the lyrics, you know, it can tickle the rear. Yes. I won't say how it'll tickle the rear, but yes, it does do that. Just listen to the song. He'll tell you so, but they need to make one of those. That would be a great Funko. Absolutely. So I had to tell you that story because it just made me laugh. I did. I haven't picked up anything this past week. Um, kind of spending money on Christmas gifts right now. Wait, you didn't get the Road Warriors? Oh, thank you. I appreciate you uh, bringing that. Yes, I did get the Road Warriors. I also picked up Buff Bagwell. I didn't pick up... Scott Norton. I just have Bagwell and the Road Warriors coming. Oh, okay. What made you get Bagwell? I don't know. I kind of I kind of dug Bagwell back in the day. No, he was that... cool. I just didn't know you were a big fan of his. I was a big enough fan to get this figure. I'll just put it that way. You just wanted a Scott Toon 1997 figure, didn't you? Uh, I'm sending it off to Jason Wolf to customize it. You don't even need to. Well, I mean, unless you're going to put his head on a skinnier body. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Or but... I, should, I should say, more accurately, a non-muscled body. You were jacked back in the day. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then Taco Bell <laughs> caught up with me. You win, Taco Bell. You win. Also jack in the box. <laughs> so anyways, yes, I did pick those up. I picked up two sets of the Road Warriors. I wanted one to keep in box and one to open. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, I haven't decided if I'm going to open mine yet. Um, but I also got notification that my Ultimate Edition, Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania 7 figure is going to be stuck into my pile of loot on BBTS. Oh, I think you're going to like that figure. I think so, too. I'm I'm really wanting to put it next to the Defining Moments just to kind of do a compare and contrast. But I, I do really like what I've seen so far. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a cool looking figure. I got mine in from Amazon. Oh, so. nice. Okay. All right. We are just going to jump into the news because it is extensive. So basically, Ringside Fest happened this past week at the Hogan B Shop. Elite number 100. We've all seen it. Basically, the one that everyone is after is the Andre, to say the least. Yeah, and just a quick side note on that, Jeff. On, I believe it was Tuesday Tuesday night? Wednesday night? Either of those nights. I got a notification, an email notification from BBTS, stating that Elite 100 was going up for sale, or pre-order, in addition to a couple other lines. So, Mm -hmm. I saw the email come across. I jumped on their site. All of Elite 100 was there, and I was like, I really want the Andre. I'm going to pre-order him. But you know what? I'll just do it tomorrow at work. No big deal. I woke up the next morning, went to work, 
jumped into my email and I'm like, oh yeah, I've got to go pre-order that Andre. I want to get the razor. Whoop, sorry. No spoilers yet. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, sorry. I needed some uh, razors for shaving my face. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to go pre-order that Andre. Dude, I went on to BBTS. It was maybe 14 or 15 hours after I saw that email, Andre was gone. Already sold out. And I checked earlier today. I think that was Wednesday morning. So it would have been Tuesday night I got the notification. I checked again this morning. I think all of Elite 100, except for one or two figures, completely sold out on the pre-orders. So with that said, Elite 100 is going to be a very hot set. Did the Austin sell out too? Yes. Yeah, that's another figure I'm I'm after. Yeah, I think Becky is left and one other. But yeah, all the other ones are sold out on the pre-order. All right, they also showed off the Legend Series with Hogan Heyman and the Samoan SWAT team. That Samoan SWAT team figure is, or figures, need to be got. For sure. So are you getting the Head Shrinkers, the Samoan SWAT team, or yes? Yes. Okay, and so you're going all four of them. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Are those up for pre- those aren't uh, available for pre-order yet on Target, right? No, I haven't seen them. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's one that I think. Man, I want the SST so bad, but just knowing my luck, I would order them from Target, and I would get one head shrinker and one SST, and then I go into massive like LJN brain screwing with me again from the whole axe and uh, warlord thing. It will drive you nuts, dude. Oh, it will. But knowing my luck, that's what would happen. I would get one of each and then I'm stuck. So I I definitely want to pick those up, but those might be a wait until retail thing just for that reason. Okay. Also, they were more than happy to show off Cody's jacket from the Ultimate, which looked really, really good. Very nice. Now now I'm having that FOMO from not ordering it. Oh, you getting that FOMO now, huh? I am, man. I'm like, man, why couldn't I have seen this before? But I guess they, they did show like a rendering or whatever, but damn, like now I'm kind of having that FOMO on it. I'm like, I could always go pick up his Supreme AEW, but uh, I don't know. Honestly, dude, wait for the ultimate. See if you can just get it off eBay for cheap or something. Okay. Is that, you think it's going to be that much better than the Supreme? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Are, are you opening the Supreme? I probably would for display, yeah. Mm, so the Supreme has more bells and whistles to it. But okay. if if you're looking at one figure aesthetically... Uh, yeah, because I don't want all the extra arms and legs and all that stuff. I just want like one, like you just said, one figure for aesthetic. Like the whole, the jacket presentation and the neck tattoo and the tights and the whole bit, you know? Yeah, a bit. A bit. <laughs> also, sticking with Ultimate, they showed off Seth and Andre, the giant prototypes. Yeah, and Ultimate Andre. It looked like he was wearing his singlet, so it would be essentially like heel Andre. But I wonder if they're going to do something similar to what they did with that one Elite, where he had, like, the fro. So you yes. could do two different versions of Andre. But then he was Andre in yellow at WrestleMania 2. Uh, we all know and love Andre's LJN that was Blue Trunks Andre. Yes. But then he had the black heel singlet on. So there's so many different versions of Andre that I wonder if there's going to be more down the line. Like, okay, we're getting heel Andre now, but what's going to come further? It's like I, I want a bunch of different versions of Andre in one box, but I don't think that's going to be this ultimate. So I'm guessing it would just be alternate heads, maybe the world title, similar to the one that's going to come with the Elite 100. Probably. But man, I, it would be so great if you could capture everything Andre in one box. 
That would be like an ultimate, ultimate edition, like a $50 figure. So you'd have mm-hmm. like swappable legs, uh, swappable torsos, swappable heads, or even like a hairpiece you could put on them. You know, or even the brown leather jacket like that one elite that they did that was the Amazon exclusive years ago. Something like that would just be awesome to be able to capture like everything Andre. And then obviously you would have his suit version from Elite 100 that would completely round out the package. Everybody was excited about that Ultimate Andre. I think a lot of people were kind of waiting for that. I thought they were going to go Coliseum Collection on Andre, honestly, first. I I agree. Yeah, I thought so too because I think it was you that had brought up uh, Andre and Stud which completely makes sense in a two-pack. I think you had brought that up. And dude, could you imagine the artwork? That would be incredible. Because as far as I know, there wasn't much detail of what series these were going into. And also, we saw a rough prototype. You could see the outline of the singlet, but we don't know what it's going into. Correct, correct. So, anyways. But me personally, if it's an Andre going into the Ultimate Edition, the Coliseum Collection, I would prefer the Blue Trunks Andre with the fro, the, or we call the dumpster fire head, because Mattel would just kill it. They would do an amazing job on it. And then you just throw a couple extra heads in there with them. You could do the fro, and you could do the short hair. Right, right. Because then you cover both Andres that came out from LJN before they did the heel Andre. So those were prototypes that were shown off for the Ultimates. And Seth as well. So curious which Seth they'll go with? Yeah, I'm very curious about that too. Do you do a shield vest with them? They could go that route. Yeah. So again, you're you're able to cover several different versions of that particular character inside the package. I just think that that's a great touch. I love that. Kind of like what they did with Alexa Bliss, where you can do two different versions of her. I, I just totally dig that. For me, that's value for my money. Also, SummerSlam 2023, the Build-A-Figure is Mr. Perfect. Also shown what we're thinking for that series. Zeus, Dolph yep. Ziggler. And Desert Storm, Hulk Hogan. Very cool. I love the mask. And we were kind of talking before the show, we were trying to nail down when that particular Hogan was in that particular gimmick. So, Jeff, your research turned up that it was after WrestleMania 7. It was like basically between WrestleMania 7 and SummerSlam. Correct. And they call him, what, Desert Storm Hogan because they had the Desert Storm Anything Goes matches. Mm-hmm. Yes. So very, very cool looking Hogan. I'm thrilled that a lot of people missed out on Zeus are able to, or I should say, I'm thrilled that the people that missed out on Zeus are able to get him. No, I'm not thrilled you guys missed out on Zeus. I'm glad you're able to now get a Zeus. Hopefully it's very, very close to what the Ultimate Edition was in that No Holds Barred set. The Dolph looks cool. The Build-A-Figure, Mr. Perfect. Now that is like commentator Mr. Perfect. He's in his black suit. And the back has the Mr. Perfect on the jacket. I know a lot of people were excited about that one because now the figure photographers can recapture that moment where Mr. Perfect turned face. I believe it was on a uh, primetime wrestling. Correct, it was. Yeah, because Savage went after Perfect to be his partner when Warrior bounced, right? So now you can recreate that moment. At the announcer's table, where Savage convinced Perfect and Perfect pissed everybody off. It was a great moment as a kid. I'm like, sweet, I can finally cheer for Mr. Perfect, even though I was cheering for him anyway. But very, very cool looking Mr. Perfect figure. I like it. So that is the SummerSlam 2023 series. Also, WWE Elite 101, they showed these off. Cody Rhodes will have the blue tights and weight belt. 
Kevin Owens as Stone Cold. He will have an <laughs> Austin 316 shirt. The bald head actually scared me. I don't know why. I'm like, like what just... did they do to Kevin Owens? <laughs> <laughs> why does he look like Uncle Fester now? <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. They had he had his gray cape, basically his WrestleMania gear. That's you know, getting red got out. as soon as BBTS puts that one up. It's getting got. Sorry to cut you off. I am so excited about that figure, dude. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, quick, quick question for you: movie shelf or wrestling shelf? Uh, man, that's a good question. It's got to be wrestling shelf because that particular gimmick is from wrestling. And we've said on here, I think it was you, Jeff, that brought up a wish list for a toy line to do jackass figures. Yes. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed at some point, maybe Super 7 will give us jackass figures and those will go on the movie shelf. This one's going on the wrestling shelf. Sonya Deville, she'll have an all-black outfit going on. Mr. America. There will be two heads, mask pulled up, the mask full on. The Stars and Stripes mask, Mr. America, is the variant version or the chase version. The star mask is the regular. The mask that is pulled up is not removable. So I just wanted to get that across so you guys know it is not removable. It's molded on. And it's pretty cool. It's from that one moment. We all remember it when Hogan pulled up the mask to kind of give a big wink to the crowd. Yeah, it's me. In case you didn't know, Ben has pulled up over his head. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. I bet you didn't know. But yeah, no, great. We're finally getting a Mr. America. Do you notice that they're going all out on Hogan's? They want to make sure they get all the Hogan's out, you know, just in case anything happens. Uh, Yeah. Before he screws up again, let's really pump out these Hogan figures. Which I understand completely because what if they lost the contract to the Warlord? They would have never been able to do Warlord in the Powers of Pain outfit. Right. You know, same with British Bulldog. We've got to get them out in the British Bulldog gear or British Bulldogs gear because that can be pulled out from them at any second. So they had to get these out. We've seen it happen a couple of times now. It happened with Sting in the Legend series. Uh, Double J, as recently as within the last month, we saw him cancel the Ultimate Editions. So, yeah, definitely you want to pump these things out as quickly as possible. All right, let's move over to those beautiful, beautiful Ultimate Editions. Oh, this is Ultimate Edition 16, I should say. Sorry about that. AJ Styles, blue and white gear. Looked really good. I actually like that one. Yeah, it's a cool looking AJ. And the one that made everybody pop, Razor Ramon. Yellow vest, red trunks is the regular version. He'll come with the IC title. The variant will be Razor in all purple. Yes, there is an Ultimate Edition Variant Razor, all purple. So this will be the first variant in the Ultimate Editions. If you don't, if, excuse me, if you don't count that Sergeant Slaughter Ultimate that came out for SDCC a few years ago. Correct. Got it. So correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but I, for some reason, I remember seeing a black vest on the red trunk Razor. I, I might be imagining this. So it's a two tone. So it's like yellow in the front and black on the back. That's what it is. Okay, got it. Because I thought maybe they were going to put a black vest in there so that you could recreate his Hasbro figure. No, so it's it's yellow in the front, black in the back. Okay. With the purple, it's the same. It's purple in the front, black in the back. So it's going to be very close. That purple variant is going to be very close to the Defining Moments figure. Correct. Yeah, There's and, and I've seen people saying that they're not super excited about the purple version because we've gotten so many purple razors. 
But this one in the yellow, the main run, is going to be as close as we've gotten, I believe, to recreating his Hasbro look. Right. I do want to say that when they showed off the pictures at Hogan's Beach Shop, the yellow vest, yellow and black vest, I should say, Razor, he had kind of that Razor Ramon snarl going on. Yes. And I did want to say that the it looks like the other head, where it's all purple Razor, he's got kind of that smiling, shit-eating grin that Razor had. So Yes, great. It's two completely different looks that I think Mattel has captured perfectly. And this is already pre-ordered. I pre-ordered this Razor on BBTS the other day. I had to. When I went on to get the Andre, they didn't have them. I'm like, screw it. I have to get that Razor pre-ordered. Did you get the variants or did you get the... I don't know. <laughs> it's a crapshoot. I'm hoping it doesn't show up in purple. That's not the one that I want. If it does, uh, I guess I'm selling it and then going out to retail and hunting that other one down. So that was the big, big news. They also showed off basics, but eh, nobody's got time for that. Well, they did show off Toxic Attraction. Okay. Yeah, they did show off Toxic Attraction. Good call. Yeah, for basics, those were great. I thought that they were really well done. All right. I did pull some questions from the Wrestling Figs message board. This one comes in from Monzon. M-O-N-Z-O-N. He said, Hi, Steve. Can you confirm if the Rock Ultimate Edition, due to come out, will be released in the white packaging, or will it be the new red packaging for exclusives? Thanks. This is what Steve said. Some info on Legends Ultimate Rock. Will be released after the Legends Ultimate Brett. Legends Ultimate packaging, similar to Batista and Macho Man, so think all red. Upgraded articulation, including butterfly shoulders and drop-down hips. Oh, I love those drop-down hips. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Sorry, sorry. Three heads included. One is different than the previous Rock Ultimate. Deco updates are logos added to the elbow pads and Raw is War microphone. Does not include WWE title or Brahma Bull shirt, but does have new soft goods. And last, the included soft goods will essentially make this a two-in-one figure looks-wise. Oh, interesting. That's some detail right there. Thank you, Steve. For sure. Okay, very yeah. interesting. Are we sure that the microphone is not raw as Tony? It's not raw as Tony. Damn it. <laughs> this has been confirmed. Okay. Next question comes in from Joker John. Joker John asked, Hey, Steve, can you give us more insight into details on Chase Ultimates? Will this be an ongoing thing in each wave? Used one in a while for specific situation, and how was the decision made to do it now and with Razor? Steve said, This will only be done sparingly in Ultimates for now and won't be the norm in every wave like Elites and Legends. Okay, well, I mean, that's pretty much holding true because the last time they did a variant was the Slaughter at SDCC last year. So then this year they're doing the Razor and then we'll see what they have for next year. Next question comes in from Jay Cookie, 1986. Good, it was a is good it, year. It was a good year. Okay, 1986. So that was WrestleMania 2. It was, Hogan, yes. Hogan Bundy, three uh, cities for WrestleMania. A lot of good G.I. Joe figures that year too. Didn't Guns N' Roses come out with a good album that year? No, it was 87. It was 87. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right. I tried to play off of it, Jay Cookie. Sorry, man. Poison's uh, debut album came out that year, though. Ooh, good album. It was great. 
Hi, Steve. Does KO have a red rubber t-shirt underneath the cloth t-shirt? What elite series, now separate question, what elite series are Usos in someone said one is in a best of series and other is in SummerSlam wave? Is that true? Commas, guys. Come. J Cookie. <laughs> Punctuation. J Cookie. Come on, man. Punctuations, man. All right. Uh, I'm going to try to redo this. What elite series are Usos in? Question mark. Someone said one is in best of series and other is in a SummerSlam wave. Is that true? And if so, will the best of series be on ringside and how many in the set? All right, J Cookie. I saved you there. Well done, dude. Thank you. Steve said KO does have the standard rubber shirt underneath that Stone Cold shirt. Regarding the Usos, Jimmy is in Top Picks Elites 2023 Wave 3, and Jay is in the SummerSlam Elites. Both waves should be available at roughly the same time. Uh, SummerSlam Elite. So does that mean that he's the fourth figure in the Build-A-Figure for Mr. Perfect? Uh, oh, good detective work there, maybe. Hmm. Because that was a SummerSlam set, right? Well done. Good detective work. There you go. Okay. Well, I think that's the fourth figure. You had a raging clue. Good job. All right. Call me MacGyver. (laughs) Wait. No. Call me Magna P.I. MacGyver wasn't a detective. He could just build bombs out of gum wrappers. All right. Next question comes in from It's Sammy Zane. Oh, it's Sammy Zane. There he is. He's asking Steve Ozer some questions. There will the he is. elite top picks Ronda Rousey have the resized Raw Women's title, or will that be another elite in 2023? Steve said she has the older title, as this will be available before Becky. Figures after Becky should start to have the newer version of the belt. Next question comes in from Rasslin Figures. Hi, Steve. It was great briefly chatting with you and Bill at Hogan's Beach Shop this week. Question. Well, there, you mentioned that the Build-A-Figure Mr. Perfect had new hip joints or articulation. Can you elaborate on what that is or what the difference is? Thanks again. Steve said, check out the hip style and construction on your current suited figs. It's a dated T-crotch style. (laughs) Oh, God. We're going into T-crotch styles? (sighs) Like, are we really this nerdy? We need updated articulated crotches? (laughs) I'm not going there. I'm leaving that alone. Yeah? (laughs) Steve? (laughs) Oza? (laughs) Terry Balea said that he is only five inches, but Hogan is (laughs) ten inches. (laughs) We need clarification. <laughs> Will he have updated crotch stuff? <laughs> Will this fit into a T crotch? <laughs> or is it more suited for a V? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Are we really into this now? All right. Anyways. This is what we're talking about now. All right. It's a dated T crotch style assemble and not very aesthetically pleasing by today's standards. The T crotch does <laughs> not please it's not fully articulated right the new hips on executive consultant mr perfect reflect the ball joints <sighs> ball joint style seen on figure sporting ring gear so oh my god i still can't get over this just yeah you got through that pretty well dude oh you mean by uh doing the steri- steve other yeah no not that <laughs> oh i thought you were, that you were talking about it. i was like that was no that, that was well done improv thank you yeah, because you had to say crotch and ball in the same paragraph, and you made it through pretty well. Thank you. You only had one one little spot where you had to stop. 
You did good. Thank you. I appreciate you, brother. All right. Next question comes in from Eddie P. He said, hi, Steve. Any opportunity for the Chase Razor to be in the new gen red box to join Diesel, Doink, and Motch? They would look great together. Thanks. Steve said the boxes will be mainline style. Sorry. He apologized. He's very polite. He's very polite. He's a very polite man. Next question comes in from the Hitman Kid. He said, does Elite 100 Cena come with the spinner belt that actually spins? Next question. If not, why is it that Mattel hasn't created it? The ringside exclusive Edge came with the rated R spinner belt that really spun. Steve said, as announced back at SDCC, the WWE logo does turn slash spin on this new Elite 100 belt. Cool. Nice touch. I know. That'd be actually good to put with an Ultimate Cena. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Next question comes from Fighter Hayabusa. I still love that name. That's a great That's name. That's a great, yeah. It's a great name. Well chosen. Back brain kick rules. Yeah. Fighter Hayabusa. <laughs> great name. <laughs> I think I'm about to lock myself out of my computer. I should probably. <laughs> I know. You better calm down on that keyboard, dude. I'm sorry, dude. I need. I, that's why I need a toy keyboard. You do. I don't want to lock myself out of my work computer. There we go. All right, we're good. <laughs> You're doing this on your work computer. You're composing an email to your boss on accident. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> All right. Fighter Hayabusa said, can you provide an update on what's happening with the Superstars line with Rock and Savage being in both Series 4 and Series 5? Will they be packed in with the rest of the series or will the top talent still be shipped individually? Steve said, we are able to move away from open stock plus assortment and back to normal assortments. Given we were already in development for 2023 when we got word, we shifted the heavy hitters to appear in both waves in spring and the fall. Heavy hitters will be in both fall waves. So you shouldn't have a problem finding Savage. Yep. By the way, I'd like to announce that I did not lock myself out of my computer, did not send my boss a nasty gram. About crotches and ball joints and whatnot. Yeah, and hip hip stuff and t cr- t crotches and <laughs> yes. Although that would fit in with the job I do, but not like that. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you could get out. Yeah, you could explain your way out of that. I probably could. <laughs> you could mansplain that one. <laughs> so that is it for the news. That is everything that was shown off at Ringside Fest. There's a lot of stuff that is making our wallets hurt. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah, already. Yeah, it's coming. I mean, I've already pre-ordered one of them, so yep. I'm feeling the pain. So that rounds out the news. Scott, we've got WWE Elite Series 66 to hit up. Let's go talk about them. We're going back in time for nostalgia. We're going back in time, time, time. Nostalgia. Before we get into the nostalgia segment, we want everybody to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, they have mostly every figure ever created over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But for this nostalgia segment, we want you guys to go over to the WWE Main Elite Line series. Click between 51 and 100. Scroll down just a smidge. A smidgen? A, a scor- bit. A, a scone? A scone? A skosh. A skosh. Thank you. I thought I had it with scone. No, scone is what you eat with coffee. Okay. It's like a very, very hard cookie. So anyways, click on the series. Look for Elite Series 66 and follow along as Scott reads off this list. 
And I'm going to take this one from you, Scott, so don't worry about it. While you're over at Wrestling Figure Database, I want you guys to scroll down. We want you to kick a little something back to the homie Dylan over there for putting together such a fun, useful website for all of us wrestling figure collectors. So, as Scott says, smash that donate button. Smash it hard. That's what she said. And (laughs) kick a little back to Dylan for putting together this site. So, again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Come. All right, Scott, what you got for the Elite Series number 66? Yes, sir. Mattel, WWE Elite Series 66. First up, the great, the amazing, the best wrestler on the planet, Kevin Owens. Don't argue with me. Don't at me. So good. So good. We love him around these parts. Kevin Owens, he was your variant in this series. Kevin Owens, the main version, packaged with a soft goods, yep, yep, yep shirt and a Fight Anyone Polly Pocket style shirt. The variant was KO in his KO Mania 3 Polly Pocket style shirt. Next up, AJ Styles. He had the blue P1 shirt, came packaged with the world title. Kurt Angle, red, white, and blue with stars singlet and a raw Polly Pocket style shirt. Nikki Cross came with a face covering, Polly Pocket style vest, and sunglasses accessories. Now we have Rowan and Harper from the Bludgeon Brothers. Each of them came with a long Polly Pocket style trench coat. Rowan came packaged with a sheet mask and sledgehammer. The Great Harper was packaged also with a sledgehammer. And last but certainly not least, this was an amazing figure, Target exclusive, this was your chase, Alexander Wolf from the group Sanity. Alexander Wolf had his hooded jacket and mask accessory. And Jeff, that rounds out Mattel Elite WWE Series 66. I've told this story before, but basically when they put together an Elite Series, a lot of the budget for that series goes to one or two figures. And if you look at this series while you're scrolling through on Wrestling Figure Database, check out that Rowan and Harper and you can see where the budget basically went to. Well, not only that, but for the the Nikki Cross jacket, and Alexander Wolf as a whole, that figure. That thing was incredible. That finished product, that's one of the best figures I think Mattel has done. The Alexander Wolf? Yeah. Oh, you really like that figure. No, I really do. The The design on the tights, the jacket with the hood, the face itself, it's incredible, dude. I love that Alexander Wolf figure. It's outstanding. But you can tell that for the budget, they put it all into the Bludgeon Brothers, and it's well-deserved because those are a couple of great-looking figures. Just the jackets, the sheet masks, the sledgehammers, just top to bottom, those are some aesthetically great-looking figures. No, they really are, and actually, I, I regret not picking those up when I saw them because I'd really love to have them in the collection now, if anything, loose. Because like you said, Jeff, aesthetically, they, they are just beautiful-looking figures. As you also pointed out, a ton of their money Mattel's money went into designing those two figures specifically between the masks, the hammers, the jackets, then the figures themselves, which are just spot on. They're just, this series, honestly, top to bottom, I would say maybe Angle is the weakest figure. I'd have to agree. Yeah, but even that one is still really good. This, to me, Elite 66, outstanding job by Mattel. Top to bottom, so good. Was that the Angle that you got signed? I believe it was, yes. Okay. Yeah, he signed a yellow paint pen on it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <clears throat> Met him at Stockton Con. I didn't make an ass of myself. You weren't marking out that much, huh? 
Well, I mean, I, he was awesome, but I had Peyton with me. So I'm like, okay, I got to play it cool, Dad, in front of her and not make an ass of myself <laughs> like I did in front of Sting. Thank God my kid didn't see that. She would have been like, oh. <laughs> Nothing tops the Xavier Woods thing, though. <laughs> that was squat. That wasn't Scott. <laughs> There's a big difference. Subbing in for Scott tonight is squat, which I don't know is better or worse. <laughs> Coming to the ring is squat. Oh, no. I'm so sorry, Xavier. <laughs> Uh, favorite figure in this series? Ooh, those bludgeons are really good, but I'm going to go Alexander Wolf, dude. I just, I think that figure was so well done as we talked about with the Eric Young last week. Just, you could tell the amount of time Mattel put into it. I feel the same way about, about the Alexander Wolf. That one gets my vote in the series. All right. I'm going to go with as much as I do like the KO mania alternate, the variant, I should say WrestleMania three, because I love those shirts. I'm going to probably, and nothing against the AJ Styles figure, of course, but I think I'm going to go with either one of the Bludgeon Brothers. Throw If anyone, I'd have to pick Rowan just because it's the sheet mask. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even fault anybody for picking those as their favorites because they're, like you said, they're just, they're incredible. And you can tell the amount of time and money Mattel sunk into that deco on them. But let me just point something out that I always love to say or point out to people when good things happen to good people and the run that KO is getting right now and also coming off of his WrestleMania match where he got to face Stone Cold Steve Austin, his favorite wrestler growing up. I'm just loving seeing all of these good things happening to KO right now. I love him as a wrestler, as a human being, as a fellow father. You see the job he does with his kids. The dude is head over heels in love with his wife. Just the ultimate family man. If you ever have the chance to meet KO, go out of your way to do it. It's it's so memorable, and he is such a good dude. And seeing the run that he's getting now, I think his decision to re-sign with the WWE was the right decision for him. And I'm happy to, to see him get rewarded with the run that he's having now. So just sending a ton of love to KO. I'm so happy for him. All right, Mark, easy over there. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm just saying, I love when good things happen to good people. So there you go. All right, all right. I'll let that slide this time. I'll leave it in the show. Thank you. You're, you didn't even hit the mark button on me. I, I can't reach it. I think it's kind of, it kind of right behind the computer screen. <laughs> I got a big head and little arms. <laughs> All right. Let's head on over to those eBay prices. So the Kevin Owens. Oh, I forgot to pull the variant. That's my bad. I'm sorry, people. You could, I mean, you are the editor. You could literally just pause the show right now. And through the magic of editing, oh. nobody would even know that that happened. Oh, you're 100% correct. So, uh, Kevin. I, I, I didn't just... mean do it live on the show. I mean, cut oh. that bit out. Oh, I have to cut this out? And just and just come right back in like you never missed a beat. All right. Okay, so for the regular version of Kevin Owens, last old eBay listing was today, December 2nd, for $21.97 on a buy it now. The last sold on the variant was October 23rd for $12.39 on four bids. Really? The variant, huh? The variant went for less than the regular. Wow. Okay. That's that's really weird. I know, right? AJ Styles with the blue P1 shirt and world title. Last sold eBay listing was December 1st, yesterday, for $22. Kurt Angle, raw Polly Pocket shirt. Last sold eBay listing was also December 1st. For forty nine ninety five on a buy it now, fifty bucks. No, it's forty nine ninety five. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You got to be kidding. Really, that much? Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, nothing against Kurt Angle, but there are a ton of Kurt Angle figures out there. I'm just wondering why that one specifically was $49.95. Wow. One thing I'm starting to learn about these eBay prices is don't even question it because you're just in a rack your brain going, what the hell? Like, yeah, why? there's no rhyme or reason. It just is what it is. And then it's also in the eye of the beholder, I guess. True. Yeah. You know, hey, maybe somebody really, really wanted this Elite 66. Maybe they have every Kurt Angle figure except Elite 66. Yeah, and so it just becomes like a timing thing. Yeah, exactly. So, Nikki Cross with the face covering. Last sold eBay listing November 12th for $8.25 on a... Whoops, I'm sorry. That was on one bid. Wow. It, it, dude, honestly, I didn't think it was that great of a figure, so the eight twenty five doesn't even surprise me. Well, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't fantastic. I think definitely when you put the face covering on it, it helped out a lot. It was like, it was. I thought it made it a lot better, but wow, eight bucks, huh? That's super cheap. Wow. Remember there were some coming with the face covering and some... That's right. Yes, that's right. People were calling it a variant or whatnot. So I remember that. Rowan with the long poly pocket trench coat, sheet mask, sledgehammer, last old eBay listing, November 17th for $9.99 on a buy it now. it, 10 bucks? 10 bucks on a buy it now. Wow, okay. Harper, long poly pocket trench coat, sledgehammer, last old eBay listing, November 18th. Seller wanted $17.09. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, but he accepted $15. He didn't accept $15.09. He accepted I'd have been like, no, sir. $15.09. Nine times. (laughs) Alexander Wolf, the Target exclusive with that jacket. Last old eBay listing was September 7th. We're going all the way back to September. $12.50. That's it? That was it. Man, that was the exclusive too. I know. So those were the eBay prices on this series. No legends again, but that's okay. So if you had to guess, without knowing the eBay values, somebody gave you this list of figures and said, guess the most expensive figure here. Would not have been Kurt Angle. Absolutely would not have been Kurt Angle. My money would have actually been on Alexander Wolf. Oh, th- okay. So I would have said either Har- Rowan or Harper because of okay. how of how good they look. Yeah. And then Harper no longer being with us, you know, maybe his figure is more desired. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go Harper. But man, to get both of those figures for under 30 bucks. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. That's crazy town right there. And that will round out the show. (laughs) I I sounded like Monty Python and the Holy Grail again. I thought you were going into a Steve Ozer bit. Anyways, that rounds out the show. I want everybody to head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can find the carded and loose prices of LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's Just Toys, Bendoms, Defining Moments, and Retro. So if you're on the hunt for any of those figures, make sure you're getting the fair market value for those figures. So again, that's all over at WrestlingToyTracker.com. All right, I'm going to run down the podcasting buddies of course we've got breaker and bane's power hour it's a fun show with breaker and bane talking wrestling talk movie talk comic talk all the talk under the sun over at breaker and bane's power hour also check out Breaker's side project you know it's fake right and the tb toy cast where they were talking about the mini rings this past week oh that, well, very cool mainly the wwe raw's war mini rings remember those yeah they came with the six figures yeah, over on the side. Those were so cool. I love those sets. Those were fantastic. They were so good. Yeah. You can listen to that over at the TB Toycast. All right. 
Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, two things. They got two shows out each week. One's a mini show. The other is their regular show. The mini show this past week was live events. And Steve told his very first live event ever. And it was kind of cool to listen to because it brought back memories of us going to our first live event, Scott. Where dad hit the kid in the head with a poster because he kept standing up in front of us. And you were freaking out because it was your Macho Man poster. I had to tell dad, you better calm down with hitting people with that thing. You put a crease, it's your ass. <laughs> no, and just kidding. I would never, I would have gotten laid out had I said that. I was like, can you please not hit people with my poster? The first match was Corporal Kirshner versus Nikolai Volkov. Junkyard Dog and Macho Man was the main event. And I think SD Jones wrestled Aaron Mike Sharp, if I'm not mistaken, on that card. So I've gone back and I've actually looked at this card. Ricky Steamboat was there, and I have no memory of Ricky being there. I don't either. Who did he wrestle? I don't know. I'd have to go back and find the card again. But I remember when I was reading it to you that Ricky was on that show. Dude, I don't remember that at all. I remember Junkyard Dog and Macho Man. So I remember us being on the floor. Macho and JYD getting into the spitting match. Yes, I remember that. It became like a Gallagher show almost. R.I.P. Gallagher. Then I remember Miss Elizabeth not looking like Miss Elizabeth. (laughs) I don't know why, but I remember when she walked out because, you know, young Jeff wanted to get a glimpse of Miss Elizabeth. And I'm like, that's not Miss Elizabeth. (laughs) (laughs) They drove into Oakland and just picked up somebody off the street. (laughs) Which is actually easy to do, but anyways. It is, yeah. And way cheaper than Miss Elizabeth showing up at Oakland, I guess. And I remember Kerpel Kirshner and Nikolai Volkov being the very first match. Okay. I remember SD Jones and Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> Why wasn't that the first match? <sighs> Good question. Good right. qu- I think SD Jones won, if I'm not mistaken, which I loved because I was a huge SD Jones fan. Right, right. I loved SD. I've got to go back and find that card. I'll I'll bring that back to the show. I know I brought it to the show like six or seven years ago or however long we've been doing this. And I think I, it was in 86? 86, I believe. Yeah, because Macho Man was IC champion. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Because it was in the summer and he had already beaten Tito for the belt, right? Uh, Summer 86. Yes, he had. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All yeah, right. it wasn't too long after we sh- uh, we saw on TV... Where he had beat Tito at, I think it was at Boston Gardens he beat him. Very because good. they were showing clips of the um, of the match. Because they good. had to explain the title change. Very good. Anyways, so Steve was talking about that on their mini show. Also, check out their Facebook group over at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. A lot of memes going on over there. You got Chris, yeah, that one's a lot of fun. Yeah, Chris Salima also posting memes. Steve Hoker posting <laughs> memes. It's a fun little group over there. So check that out over at Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Another fun group you want to join is the Chick Foley Show over on Facebook as well. That's a fun group over there talking figures, talking wrestling, talking everything under the sun. Check out their shows as well over at the Chick Foley Show with Sashina and Marco. Also, we got Justin over at Wrestling Cheers. We'll get to your question next week. Justin, we got RJ over at Ringside Rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing boots to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life. And weekly, we still have that in the marbles pod with Soda and Ethan. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History? Yes, give us a follow on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. The show that dropped this past Friday was an accident. It was not supposed to happen. Uh Uh-oh, what happened? Yeah, we just kind of ran out of content. And so we had one kind of sitting in the can that none of us were proud of. And basically, it's a review of the match in PWG 
where 10 wrestlers stuck their thumb up the butt in the person in front of them. I love or of the person in front of them. Yeah, it's um it was one big chain of Daisy Ele- or Baby Elephant. <laughs> and there are a lot of names you'll recognize. Uh, for example, Matt Riddle was in that match. Pete Dunne was in that match. Jushin Thunder Liger was in that match with a thumb in his butthole. And it wasn't his own. So if that interests you at all, it's an awful episode because we thought we were watching the entire match on YouTube. And it ended up being a portion of the match. And so we kind of cut it off and started making plans for the next recording, not realizing that we were still recording. It's a mess, dude. It's It's garbage. Don't let this be the first episode of Drunk Wrestling History that you listen to, because you'll never return. Now, granted, <laughs> you'll listen to an episode and never return anyway, but don't listen to this one. It, it sucks. So, there it is. I'm just putting my disclaimer on it. I think Eddie's titling this episode, Butthole. So, find it wherever you find your other podcasts at. Don't listen to it, because we are Drunk Wrestling History. We're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. Can I name this episode of episode 358, Butthole 2? <laughs> Son of butthole. <laughs> butthole T-O-O. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because butthole T-W-O is something else entirely. How do you even get one of those? Anyways. <laughs> By the way, the intro is already gone. Already gone. So I had one on its last night, of course. Of course you did. <clears throat> I had to say goodbye. It's like, it's like wishing well to an old friend. And I hope it's not uh, permanent goodbye. It's see you later. I say that to all my food. Yeah. <laughs> Especially corn. <laughs> <laughs> well, asparagus, you can go, <laughs> smell you later. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that's enough food humor. All right, all right, all right. All right, and also check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf, the amazing, the super talented, the incredible artist, that if he's not doing your artwork for you, he should be. He's our artist. He should be yours too. In addition, he does custom Hasbro figures that are just out of this world. You'll want to check those out. Go look at his social media at The Art of Jason Wolf. Amazing dude doing amazing work. Again, The Art of Jason Wolf. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. That rounds out roll call. Of course, by the way, I have kittens and I've had them for three weeks and I almost took them back. Wait, what? Because I got home one day. And my loose shelf was all over. The front part of the loose shelf was all on the floor. Oh, no. LJNs. Oh, no. They fell right onto the floor. And I'm talking Rick Rude. I'm talking about the Hogan in the white shirt. I'm talking about Ultimate Warrior. All fell. Oh Wait, they didn't chew on them, did they? They didn't chew. But they knocked them down. And I was like, well, it was good having kittens for a couple of weeks because they're going back right now. And <laughs> time to make kitten pie. <laughs> so uh, if you guys have kittens out there, make sure you get all your figures into Detolfs quick. Yes. Because they will, or they are, little terror. So, but I love them. Yeah, you can't take Baroness and Destro back. Oh, I'm sorry, he's not Destro anymore. He's Optimus Prime. He's, uh, oh, that was the other funny part. I went to the vets to take, you know, get their baselines and everything. And I walk in and it says, animal number one. And I put Optimus Prime tune. and then i put baroness tune but i forgot baroness's real name and i think it's like decobra or decobre or something like that oh that's a good question see i'm a huge gi joe fan and i don't know a lot of their real names so i will 
next time I go in, I'm gonna make her middle name Baroness's real name. So it's I think it's something Decobre or something like that. Okay. So yeah, I've got to put that as her middle name when I take her back. Very nice. I love that they're now going to have Baroness and Optimus Prime in their database. Yes. Yes. That's great. Cats are goddamn adorable, though. They are cute. Aww. <laughs> they're jerks because they keep me awake at night, but they're also really cute. Now, if they lose Big Josh's stick from his Galoob figure, there's going to be hell to pay. There will be hell to pay. Yep. They will soon become outdoor cats. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, by the way, no cats are harmed in the making of fully <laughs> of episode 358. <laughs> I love those cats. I love those kittens. So I, I pick, I get home and I pick them both up because they're both like really young. And I, I go, Oh, you guys are so cute. And I pick them both up and I hold them in my hands. Cause they're so light. Oh, I'm like, who smells like kitty? You know, <laughs> do you put your face in their face and just like motorboat? No, Optimus already does that. He doesn't know personal space. I see. And he puts his face like right here. And I'm Aww. like, I'm like, dude, you suck because it's 2 a.m. and I'm trying to sleep. Oh, but then you're getting kitty snuggles and that's adorable. I, I like it when they curl up in my legs. I don't like it when they have to be like right in my face. Oh, that's yeah. hella cute. It I is cats. It is cute. Anyways, enough animal talk on this show. Yes. No more food jokes. No more animal talk. Right. Unless we're talking about George the Animal Steel. Exactly. That's yes. okay. That's acceptable. Or Road Warrior Animal. Yes. Correct. All right, I've run out of animals. We're not going to talk about Animal from the Muppets either. <laughs> no, we are not. So for episode 358, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to episode 358, and I also want to wish an RIP to everybody's wallets after Ringside Fest at Hogan's Beach Shop. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to that. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Uh, yeah. Fully hosable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.